1: Good morning and thank you for joining us. You're listening to Ion Houston. My name is Elie Escobar. Today we're going to be talking to Zanae Campbell, Vice President, Programs and Club Operations for the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston, and also to a club parent, Mr. Arnulfo I'm um, talking a little bit about the organization, the club. The Boys and Girls Club helps members stay on track to graduate high school, helps them stay on a positive plan for the future. They have more than 30,000 youths walking through their doors. A ages 6 and se- uh, through 17 in their club for their after school and summer programs and here to give us all those details. Ms. Campbell, thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Ellie. Thank you so much for having us. Um, good morning and again, good morning to Mr. Vasquez as well.
1: I know the Boys and Girls Club has been around for many years, but if you're just now tuning in, want a little bit more information about it, Ms. Campbell, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, where we can find the information and what does the club actually involve? themselves with the with the future of the children.
0: So the Boys and Girls Cl- Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston is a um, organization here in the Greater Houston region that has a long standing relationship with. Um, Uh, a ton of communities, a ton of families. Um, We've been here nearly 70 years serving um, in the most I need communities through Greater Houston. Uh, We say we're the the region's leading youth development organization, so really preparing young people for all of those uh, future choices, um, adulthood, and to be Um, you know, have good character, um, workforce readiness, um, be on track to be able to be competitive in our, in our workforce and be ready for college. Um, and as you've already mentioned, you know, we serve, uh, more than 30,000 young people a year. Uh, this, Past year has been unlike any other I know for for everyone, um, but for us as well as we have still been working to serve young people each and every day. Uh, The easiest way to find out about Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston is to go to our website, and that can be found at bgcgh.org. Again, bgcgh.org. That will give you the up to date and, and latest information on how to become a member, the types of programming programs that we um, provide at our uh, 23 clubs across the region. We do serve in a five-county area for the greater Houston region. Again, we are in the most-at-need community, so we um, ensure that we are able to give And provide services to those marginalized communities um, that need that additional assistance. We want to be supportive to those families that have to go to work, um, where families are needing that additional support, where they want their children to have caring adult relationships and mentorship um, to help their their kids um, be supported and progress to adulthood.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that you did mention over the, over the past year, it's, it's been very hard for, you know, the children and the parents as well because of the pandemic. How has the Boys and Girls Club, uh, maintained helping the community and, um, how to keep those, uh, kids engaged in, you know, programs and, you know, just education and moving forward and staying positive?
0: Yeah, I think it was a very tall order. <laughs> so like everyone uh, with that initial, it'll only be two weeks. Um, we we had to do like everyone else had to do. Um, and, and I feel like we did that very well. We were able to pivot our services and programs. So um, and in the initial wake of uh, COVID-19, we had to suspend our in-person uh, services to make sure that we were safe and mitigating uh, the risks of COVID-19. Um, but in that place, we began to do um, family wellness check in So we were checking in daily, weekly with our families to ensure that they had what they need, um, uh, get information about what they needed or if they wanted referral services. Uh, we began to offer drive-through food pantries. So we, we did hear from our families that there was huge need around uh, food security. And so we wanted to make sure to have those localized in the communities that we were in uh, to be able to provide that resource. Um, we began to uh, provide what we called Um, on-demand virtual learning for kids. So as schools began to try to pivot and to offer some type of virtual learning, uh, we were creating videos and curating material that our families and our kids could access just via a YouTube channel. That eventually emerged into a virtual club experience where they were working directly with our staff through Zoom and Microsoft Teams um, in a virtual space. Um, And ultimately, we got to a space where Um, Once we saw schools coming back into play, um, but they were going back into um, a remote setting um, to open up our clubs as learning labs. And so we created these safe um, spaces that were very equitable in nature to make sure that our young people in our communities could receive their classroom learning, um, even if their parents had to go to work right? That they were able to have the equipment, the internet, um, to be able to get on and, and to receive that. And so throughout all of this, um, we, I think we pivot at every, um, space that we we've had to, but want to, um, ensure that we were being very relevant to the needs of our families, very, very responsive, uh, to the needs. We continue to survey our families to make sure we're hearing what they, they want and their need. I would also just mention here, um, In the summertime of 2020, we ultimately did go back to in-person services on top of everything else that we were doing. And so we were able to do that uh, very responsibly and making sure that um, we had all the safety, the enhanced safety measures um, as recommended by the CDC. So social distancing, increased um, hygiene with the sanitization and hand washing, um, wearing masks, um, all those things and making sure our young people were uh, six feet apart and still able to have, you know, as best as possible, a safe and fun uh, summer experience. Um, And particularly for us, we include, um, you know, academic components into our program. And so making sure our kids don't get uh, left further behind um, as, you know, as they, uh, you know, progress with their school.
1: Of course, of course. And I'm glad that, um, you know, you were able to move forward, even though the pandemic was happening and reaching out to those children and, and the parents and their families. And, and speaking of parents and families, um, also here with us is Mr. Abnunfel Vasquez, which is, he is a club parent for Galveston, the Johnny Mitchell club. And thank you for joining us, Mr. Vasquez. How, uh, how did you receive it on the parents and, um, you know, you're, I'm sure, how, how do you work with those children at the club?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. A lot of things that were very hands-on. I mean, me, I thought like I was just, I don't know, like I got a halo over my kids or something. I mean, because in my situation, being a single parent, I figured like, well, okay, then I thought it was just being, you know, nice and what have you. But I mean, everything she said, yes, they followed through. They're always uh, up to date about hey, how everybody's fine, everybody's okay. I think we had a hurricane, we had the pandemic, and and. Uh, I just personally, I think from like I see, me myself as a parent, single parent, I got two boys and a girl. I mean, for them for me, I think they're like kind of like godsend because they've been able to be hands on with my kids, and especially for my girl, I, I get she gets more of that person that is not at home. So to me, there's there's not even a a price or Webster can't help me help describe them and all what they do. I mean, because they definitely are my eyes and ears and uh, but they're everything is they're teaching is hands-on and like i said i'm not gonna just um i'm sure all the institutions all the boys and girls clubs are you know have that base and they have people like that Uh, to me i feel over more over than privileged i like i got good people on, on on my side looking out for the kids and my kids especially and like I said, I just kind of feel like, okay, just me. And then, <laughs> you know, they call, Miss Ruskis, how you doing? Is everything all right? I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yes, ma'am. But, you know, everything Miss Campbell said, yes, they're, they're always checking up, always doing wellness. It's very hands on. They're always, you know, encouraging the kids. Hey, this is, you know, things to look for in the, in the future. These are things that we want to do as far as education. Let's get, you know, everybody in on a good track. In my situation, I feel, like I said, I can't do enough. You call me, I'm going to be there. Uh, is there anything else I need to do? I'm like, sometimes I, feel, I tell them, I think I owe you. <laughs> I mean, they literally, but now that, like I said, I listen to Miss Campbell, I see all, everything she just said, they demonstrate. They go, they go to that. Above and beyond. (laughs) Above and beyond, yes, of course. How
1: old are your uh, sons and daughters, Mr. Vasquez?
2: My son's 16. He'll be 17 this coming April. Mm -hmm. My daughter just turned uh, 14 in November, and my youngest will be 10 in uh, June.
1: Oh, and how long have they been uh, attending the Boys and Girls Club?
2: Not long enough. (laughs) I told told her, I said, why did I I know about this earlier? I would have got here a long time ago. Good part of the last three to four years. Like I said, I'm a single dad, so I'm very weary. Mm -hmm. Right away, very weary. I'm I'm looking at all the angles. But like I said, I can't pick out one person because they've all done an exceptional, well job.
1: Can you give us a few words for the parents that are currently listening that, you know, would want that little bit extra push to have their kids attend the Boys and Girls Club?
2: Give yourself a chance. You know, believe in what they have to say. You know, there's some goodness out of, you know, all things. You just got to believe. For me and my position and, you know, they've been more than what I can handle. They've been a mother. They've been a grandmother. They've been a sister. They've been an aunt. They filled in all the blanks for me. It's these ladies here. Wonderful.
1: Yeah. Well, there you have it. If you have any, uh, thoughts, this is from an actual parent from their Galveston Johnny Mitchell Club. Um, uh, Mr. Arnulfo Vasquez, thank you for sharing your wonderful experiences and, you know, letting these parents know that, you know, you're a parent and you have experience, um, your children have been part of this, this Boys and Girls Club. So thank you very much. Again, if you're just not joining us, thank you for listening to Eye on Houston. We're speaking to Zenae Campbell from the Boys and Girls Club and Mr. Arnulfo Vasquez, which he is a parent himself from the Johnny Mitchell Club. And, uh, Ms. Campbell, um, let's talk a little bit about how, uh, the, uh, Boys and Girls Club continue to help the community even during this past winter storm. You know, I know, Mr. Vasquez, you know, mentioned that you guys reached out to him, made sure that y'all yeah, Okay, y'all stay not only you're not only involved with after school programs and summer programs, but almost are every day to day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ellie, I, you know, I think this winter storm knocked us all down. Right. Um, I think we we uh, continue to show here in Houston and the greater Houston area that we're so resilient um, and the winter storm is is. Um, just a part of that as well, you know, during that time, um, and you heard from Mr. Vasquez, we were calling our families, making sure they had what they needed. Um, as soon as safe, uh, we were able to open back up. So for those far- parents that needed to make sure their child was somewhere safe while they handled some business, we opened up our clubs to, um, to those families. Uh, we also increased the number of, um, food pantries that we were hosting across the region. We were doing some super sites of food pantry because we heard overwhelmingly that our families um, needed food and water, as you know. Um, And then I think, you know, one of the things that um, we don't talk enough about is that we heard about the just levels of stress. Yeah. Right? And so our, our families and our kids, I mean, we know that's trauma. And so at the clubs, uh, we were looking for activities to do with the kids um, to be able to help them process what had happened with our families. We were offering um, uh, referrals and counseling services to many of our wonderful partners throughout the greater Houston region that um, have expertise in that area to make sure that they have the outlets to be able to talk to someone, to be able to get the tools and strategies to um, be able to cope and deal with the trauma that um, we continue to face here. Um, So that work continues even now. Um, we, we continue to, um, you know, be resilient, rebuild after, um, this winter storm. Uh, we continue to be a place for the kids. It's uh, spring break week for us now. And so we're open all day, um, for the family. So the kids are able to come in and have lots of fun still with all the safety uh, mm-hmm. measures in place, but to have a lot of fun, to be able to express themselves, um, you know, play with one another, um, get healthy meals, um, even have some disguised academic learning during this time yeah <laughs> yeah um so we you know we continue to um be able to support our families in that way and um you know we we survey them we we try to find out what do they need what's kind of next up kind of how do we get our resources together to be able to just support them in in the best best ways that we can
1: Wonderful. What are the ages? um, Is it six through 17? I know Mr. Vasquez, um, two boys and daughters, they're, they're teenagers, but you also have activities and programs for the younger ones as well. Correct? Yes,
0: most definitely. So we service um, ages six through 17. That is the whole K through 12 um, school age population. Um, So open to all kids. Um, We are here to service them um, and to provide mentorship, Um, academic success programs, character building programs, workforce readiness, get them prepared for college or work, um, help them with decision making healthy lifestyles. And of course, you know, having nutritious meals.
1: Wonderful. Uh, For more information, they could visit their website, bgcgh.org. And how many clubs do you uh, currently have within Houston and the surrounding counties?
0: Yeah, we're in 23 clubs across the greater Houston region. That's across five counties okay. uh, in our area.
1: And then also with summer coming up, um, is there in current enrollment for summer camps that you guys are, are hosting?
0: Yes, summer is almost here, and we are excited um, to serve our young people across the greater Houston area. We are planning some uh, very fun activities uh, for our our kids and our teens, Uh, so that information will go live in April. Okay. Uh, so please sign your children up. You can go to our website or contact your local club for information. Um, and there's a um, small to nominal fee for our summer program, but it will be packed with lots of uh, STEM camps. Um, I know we have robotics going on. Um, I know we'll have um, lots of hands-on activities, things that the young people will be d- able to do, art Um, We will have lots of uh, reading camps because we want our young people to continue to progress with their literacy efforts. Um, But we will do sports again. Um, There will, of course, be meals and we're open for all day hours. And that's for our little ones to our our teens. And so we are excited. We are very excited for uh, the summer coming.
1: Wonderful. We are looking forward to that. Um, again, we're talking to Ms. Annelle Campbell, Vice President of Programs and Club Operations for Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Houston, and also talking to a club parent, Mr. Arnulfo Vasquez. For more information, definitely visit them at bgcgh.org. And um, last but not least, Ms. Campbell, how can the community continue to help um, your program, your amazing Boys and Girls Club? Yeah.
0: No, thank you for that, Ellie. So there's so many ways to get involved with Boys and Girls Club. One, you can sign your child up to be a member at one of our 23 clubs. Again, you can visit our website for that. Um, Secondly, uh, we love caring adults. We love folks to come out and volunteer with us. Obviously, during COVID, that has been different. So most of our volunteerism has been through our pantries, um, but that we will soon start opening back up to in-person volunteering. So you can check that out also on our website. Um, And then also, dollars help support. As I mentioned earlier, um, we have a small to nominal fee for our families because uh, we want to make sure that we are able to provide the highest quality service. And we do that through um, our partners, our corporate, our foundation, and wonderful individuals like all of y'all out there. Um, So please check on our website, bgcgh.org, and you can donate um, to help our cause.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, uh, Ms. Campbell and Mr. Vasquez, for uh, joining us this morning, telling us all the great information about the Boys and Girls Club. Um, please visit them once again on their website. That is bgcgh.org. And of course, um, keep an eye out for April for their summer programs. Thank you both for jo- uh, joining us this morning. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much. You're
1: listening to Ion Houston. My name is Elie Escobar. Have a great day.